Today on the podcast, we are talking all things Profitable Musician Summit, and I cannot wait to share these sessions with you, so much so that I had to give you some sneak peeks into some of my favorite sessions on this episode. Welcome to the Female Entrepreneur Musician Podcast with Bree Noble. Bree is a musician, entrepreneur, speaker, and founder of Women of Substance Music Radio and Podcast. Bree's interviews with successful female musicians and industry pros are both inspirational and informational. She also answers your questions about the music business. Bree is on a mission to help you create great music, connect with your fans, and grow your business, and to truly become a female entrepreneur musician. Hey, hey, this is is Bree Noble, and I want to welcome you to the Female Entrepreneur Musician Podcast, where we talk about making great music, connecting with your audience, and growing your business. Over the past few episodes of the podcast, I've been giving you some sneak peeks into the Profitable Musician Summit, and today I'm going to be doing that as well, and I am so excited because we're getting so close to the live launch of the summit, and I'm going to be sharing with you some of my favorite sessions and you know some people in the industry that I think you will definitely know, names you'll recognize, people you may have seen at conferences. And so I wanna give you just a little sneak peek into their sessions to get you excited about signing up for the summit so you can see their entire session, which is generally 45 minutes to an hour long. So you're getting all kinds of gold from them in their sessions. And this is just a little mini sneak peek into what they're talking about. And once you hear these, if you haven't already signed up for the summit, I know you're going to want to go do that at ProfitableMusicianSummit.com. Okay, before we get into these sneak peeks, I want to do a shout out to one of our sponsors for the Profitable Musician Summit, a great friend of mine and also a speaker during the summit, Greg Wilna, whose website MusicianMonster.com is a great resource for learning strategies used by musicians just like you to become successful. And Greg is a whiz at branding. And so he's got a cheat sheet for you all about branding at musicianmonster.com brand. So you can learn how to make your unique mark on the music industry. So just go to musicianmonster.com brand to grab that awesome cheat sheet for free. All right, we're going to jump into some of my favorite sessions, people that you're going to recognize. If you've been to DIY Musician Conference, if you've been to Taxi Road Rally, if you've been to ASCAP Expo or South by Southwest or any of these kinds of musician conferences, you have heard these people and you will be excited to hear what they're talking about on the summit and you won't even have to spend money on travel to go and hear them. So first up, we have got Carrie Cole. She is known for being an amazing vocal coach, but she's also known for helping artists on the artist development side to create an amazing release to put out into the world, one that really shows off their talents, their uniqueness, and makes a mark on the industry for them. So she's going to be talking in her session about how to create your breakthrough record. And this is just a little piece of that conversation. Make sure that you're like in our AR form and what you guys could do is kind of write out what your influences have been, what you're listening to now, what are you not listening to now that's part of the current scene that's similar to artists that you like from back in the day. 
um, to get you up to speed for what's happening because you need to be rooted in the past and relevant today and you can't leave it up to a producer. All right, I'm gonna talk about producer choice and all that. But the more informed and what we do is we help the artist be more informed so that when they, they make a better choice in their producer, because they're understanding what they're hearing, you know, um, they're listening to the music and understanding what's making up that sound. It's not like you have to be a producer. You know, it's kind of like if you go to the doctor today, you kind of have to research ahead of time and know what's wrong with you to ask for the right test. It's a similar thing. It's a similar thing in production. You know, people are so busy in their lives, even top producers miss it you know, can miss the boat. So the more active, proactive you are in understanding all these pieces, you're going to have a better record because you're more informed. She makes such a good point there because, you know, we can put all this money into creating a record, but if we haven't really thought out what we want to come out looking like and sounding like as an artist, plus making sure that our record is relevant. And that's where you can get in trouble with certain producers making you sound dated because they haven't kept up with what's going on in the industry right now. So, you know, she talks a lot about how to make sure that you're informed and that you are making the best decisions possible. And then you're finding the people that can work on your team to make the best record. So I love this conversation with her and I can't wait for you to hear it on day four of the summit. Next up, So if you've got this release, you're creating this release, you've built this budget for it, knowing that you're going to need to spend a good deal of money on a good producer and all that stuff like Carrie talks about. But then, you know, how much should you be spending on promotion? So Ari Herstan and I talk about this and we talk about so many things on my conversation with Ari Herstan during the summit. Um, We talk about everything from how to get more people to come to your local shows, how to expand outside of your local area, how to not get scammed in pay-to-play scams. Um, We talk about the college market, a lot about live performing, but we first talk about this conversation about your release and how you should figure out how much to budget for your, um, you know, promotion of the release versus how much you should spend on the creation of the release. Um, so the 50-50 rule doesn't just have to do with your time. It also has to do with your money. Now, 50% of your money should be invested into your art, the creation of that art, recording costs, um, you know, anything that goes into that. And then 50% of your money should be invested into the promotion of that art, uh, the promotion, the marketing, anything that goes into that. And, you know, so if, you're, if your record is going to cost $10,000 to make, you shouldn't run a Kickstarter for $10,000. You should run a Kickstarter for $20,000 because you need some money left over to promote that. Now, I know I'm saying this and everybody who's watching this right now is gonna go back and they're going to put their budget together for the record and be like, all right, our record's gonna cost you know, $10,000. They're gonna run a Kickstarter for $10,000. They're going to, uh, it's gonna actually cost $12,000. They're gonna have to scrounge up the additional two. And then when it's time for the record to come out, they're going to have $27 left to promote it. And we're like, okay, we got $27. What do we do now? What do we do now indeed with $27? So definitely take what Ari says to heart. And if you're not familiar with Ari Hurstan, but I can't imagine that you wouldn't be because he's got an amazing book out called How to Make It in the New Music Business. It's 
been adopted by colleges and universities. He also has his blog, Ari's Take, where I I feel like he's become the consumer reports of the music industry. He does a lot of side-by-side comparisons of things that you might be thinking about using, whether it's distribution or uh, Spotify playlist pluggers, that kind of thing. Um, So if you haven't checked that out, definitely check out Ari'sTake.com. And you're going to definitely want to attend his summit talk on the uh, day five of the summit. And speaking of day five, on that day, we also have Rick Barker. Now, he was on the summit last year, and he always just brings such an important conversation to the summit. And this year, we're talking, you know, again, about how we can figure out how to find the fans that would love our music and the tools that we can use, but also how can we take the fans that we've found and make more money off of each fan. So um, this is just a piece of the conversation that I have with Rick. We get deeper and deeper on this subject, but this is kind of the beginning of his strategy about how to find the people that would enjoy your music. So the thing too is that you can go run Facebook ads now. You can run Instagram ads. You can build audiences of people that like those fans. Uh, you have the ability now to target. Uh, the thing that you don't want to do is you don't want to spend a whole bunch of money in the beginning experimenting. You can go out and test the waters for three bucks, four bucks, five bucks. You can get a video in front of three to four hundred people for under ten bucks. And think about that. What would it take for you to go get in front of three to 400 people in the normal touring world? You're paying for the band, you're paying for the gas, you're paying for the hotels, you're paying for everything. If you can do this for four or five bucks by running a Facebook ad or running an Instagram ad, and I'm not going to get in on how to do that. I can invite you to another training if you want to learn how to run ads, or you can go Google how to run Facebook ads. Uh, You're going to be, once you know what it is you're fishing with. Once you've got the right bait and you know the audience you want, the tools that are available to us, people unfortunately keep looking at social media as a bad thing. Social media is just a tool. Just like with any tool, if you put a a tool in the hands of a bad person, bad things can happen. (laughs) But with social media, all it is is it's a vehicle that was created. You got to remember what it was created for. It was created for friends to maintain relationships with each other. So we could talk to our friends, so we could share pictures with our friends and things like that. Then, of course, a bunch of marketers came along and screwed it up for everybody. But we need to get back to what it was originally used for conversations, sharing information, not just talking about yourself, you know, getting involved in these conversations. So if you want to go out immediately and find, the right fan, first you need to know what I like to do is sit down and I say, okay, I know I want you to be original, but whose fans, if you had a chance to open up for this particular artist, do you feel their fans would just dig what it is that you do? Most people can give me an answer. If you can't, then you still need to figure out who you are as an artist because most artists who know their their stuff can answer that question. Then we can go find those fans online. And what I suggest doing at that point is taking a couple of the songs of the artists that you just mentioned and putting your own take or going in and saying how this is your favorite song and that you wanted to, you know, pay tribute and, you know, do it in a cool stylish way because then fans aren't going to say, Oh, you're just trying to copy this person. You're just trying to be the next so-and-so because you need to focus on being the first you, not the next anyone else. And that's a real good way to do it is use the tools that are available through Instagram 
and through Facebook right now to go out and target the audience you want to see them. Now, once we start getting these fans and we start using this testing that Rick is talking about with Facebook ads, what can we learn? And what can we do to move these fans along a path to becoming more interested in what we do, engaging more and kind of doing this uh, stair step, ascending further and further along this journey with us so they become a super fan? So I have a really important conversation about this on day three with Corinne of Indopreneur. And Indopreneur was a very a requested speaker this year because they have a very interesting way of using traditional marketing in the music industry. So Corinne talks a lot about how to understand the data of what we're getting when we're using these marketing tactics of like, okay, so what am I seeing? What are fans doing? And how can I get them to the next level with me? And so we go really deep into this conversation of how can we use the tools that we have to not only understand how our fans operate, but to help them along a little bit on this fan discovery journey. Whereas data, like the Facebook pixel or Google Analytics data or, you know, that all those different codes and pieces you can put on your site, those actually give you, even though they're not telling you it's Joe in Southern California, they're tracking Joe in Southern California so that now you can feed that person information. And I think that that's something that we need to understand, especially as musicians and the music industry is drastically behind in its marketing, especially the major industry Mm. compared to many um, because Spotify is a big player and they don't care if you want to advertise or put your merchandise or even your website on your profile, you know? And so since they don't think it's a priority, you know, the music industry is just kind of rolling with it. So I think that's one thing that that's why I stress, you know, like if you build a website um, on Wix, it's free, but you have to pay to have the pixel. So a lot of DIY musicians that I know, they use the free version because, you know, they're, they're starting out and they don't have a ton of money coming in. And so they don't want to pay extra for that little pixel because why does that matter? But it mm. does matter. It does. really does. Yeah. And so having tools that support actionable data, not just putting pretty things on charts, because I know so many providers do that and so many apps do that. Um, But, you know, using as many tools as you can that actually give you information that you can now do something with because you are a business owner. And so you need to be able to take action. And so I think that is kind of the distinguishing line for me between data and metrics. So once you've got all these fans how are you making money from them? There's so many ways that we can do that. And so I'm going to play a clip from my conversation with Graham Cochran on day two of the summit, where we talk about how can you explore other ways that you might be able to leverage the audience that you've created? If you've put all this effort into marketing, how can you find lots of income streams that will work with your lifestyle and create the level of income that you want so you can still do music and not have to worry about hustling constantly for money? But you can only have that kind of revenue if you have an audience. So build the audience now because then you can monetize through that. Or you can monetize through a sort of membership site like a fan club. There's musicians that I know that that's what they do 
maybe seven bucks a month, eight bucks a month, you can join the Graham Cochran fan club if I'm a musician and you're going to get, you know, a live stream concert every month. You're going to get um, free, like free VIP tickets to my show whenever I'm in your town. You're going to get a t-shirt from me. You know, you're going to get a couple things up front, but it's the ongoing support where they get a backstage portal to my life basically um, for a few bucks a month. And it's a way they can support me. And again, if I have a thousand of those, I'm making six figures. So I think that's one way to go online. It's just an extension of what you're already doing as an artist. And the other is what you said, Brie, of maybe do you have another skill or talent um, that's somewhat relevant to your music or maybe not even relevant at all? You can, you can brand yourself in a bunch of different ways to serve a different audience through your other skill set. I know a lot of musicians who are web designers. You mentioned that because they're very creative. And, and they are big graphic designers. They're designing album art for people, but they parlay that into actually a graphic design business. Mm-hmm. Um, that's great because if you need to make 5000 a month, let's say to live, you can make 2000 gigging and 2000 doing graphic design and then 1000 through your Patreon page. And you've just got three income streams now that by themselves aren't big enough, but cumulatively they fund your lifestyle and allow you to do the creative work you want to do and have flexibility. So I think there's a lot of opportunity when you start to think about being diversified and creative as opposed to, I just want to be a pure artist and do nothing else. That's fine if that's what you want to do, but you're kind of limiting your options there where I think the, the golden opportunity in this internet age is diversifying. You have way more to offer the world than you think. It's not just your music. So be a little more open-minded and creative. You can find ways to add value in every value you add or stream of value is potential stream of income. Well, if you're like me and you love to learn, then I hope that all these clips have gotten you excited about the summit. And again, if you haven't signed up yet, it's ProfitableMusicianSummit.com. Go check it out. You can see all the speakers. We have 33 of them, and so many of them will be names that you know, and the subjects that they're talking about are things that you're all going to be interested in. So ProfitableMusicianSummit.com. And if I forgot to mention on this episode, the ticket is free. So you will have 48 hours access to watch all of these amazing sessions. If you'd like to have lifetime access, we do have the ability to upgrade there. And we've got an early bird special going on with that. So go get your free ticket. You can decide if you want to upgrade or not. Um, But either way, definitely don't miss the summit this year. ProfitableMusicianSummit.com. See you there. Hey, this is Brie Noble, and I am so excited to introduce you to my upcoming online music event, the Profitable Musician Summit 2019, the only global music event to focus 100% on helping you to make and manage your money so you can finally get on the path to profitability. You'll learn from experts like Carrie Cole, Graham Cochran, Ari Herstand, Ariel Hyatt, Rick Barker, Indiepreneur, and so many more. Just go to ProfitableMusicianSummit.com to register to get your free ticket to the biggest virtual music event of 2019. Last year's summit was all about increasing your income. This year, we're teaching you how to make more money and keep more of what you make so you can confidently become the CEO of your musician business. It's time to get smart, get profitable, and get back to making music. 
The summit includes 10 days of amazing sessions, plus a live opening and closing party with surprise guests, tons of giveaways from our speakers, and more. So don't miss out. Go to ProfitableMusicianSummit.com, register for your free ticket today, and I will see you at the summit.